Welcome back, Freedom with NFTs fam. It's your girl, Lauren Turton. I'm live in the Freedom with NFTs Discord community, and I'm so excited about the conversation that I'm having today with Rachel Stittman. Rachel has placed hundreds of candidates in engineering, product, and go-to market jobs at VC-backed tech startups. She is the founder of X Collective, which is a professional growth community with a mission to open virtual doors focused on empowering women and non-binary people in Web3 through career coaching, networking, and negotiation. You're a visionary and you know all is possible in the Web3 space. I welcome you to Freedom with NFTs. I'm Lauren Turton, and in each episode of Freedom with NFTs, I interview NFT enthusiasts who share their tools, tips, and tricks so you can dive even deeper into creating your version of freedom with NFTs and Web3 technology. New episodes drop every Tuesday and Thursday, so hit subscribe so you can stay dialed in to Freedom with NFTs. Welcome, Rachel. How are you today? I'm great. Thanks so much for having me. Really excited to be here and, and chat more with you. I'm so pumped about what we're going to be getting into today because it's such an important topic, paid positions in the Web3 space. So why don't you tell us about X Collective and the mission behind it? Absolutely. Um, and paid positions is something that was what actually drew me into the space in the first place because I recognized in January talking to a lot of people, especially women, that they actually weren't getting paid for their work. And so it's kind of what led me to start X Collective, which is essentially a professional community. Um, and like you mentioned, we're focused on opening virtual doors specifically for women and non-binary people, but we are open to all. Um, and we do that through networking, negotiation, resume review, something we've talked about earlier, translating your web two skill set into web three work and, and exactly like how to go about doing that. And then also helping with the compensation piece, right? So how do we get more pay transparency in the space so that people, especially underrepresented groups, know how to advocate for themselves when it comes to the offer process at the end. So not just the beginning of the job process all the way through to the offer, like being a support system. That's the, the community right now that exists. It's live, it's in Discord, it's thriving. And our long-term vision is really to create a network effect of this. So how can we help people within the community get jobs without needing to be a recruiter, which is actually what my background is. Absolutely incredible with what you've created at X Collective. Tell me, when did you first find out about NFTs? How did you get into Web3? So back in like December, January is when I really got interested in the space. I'm sure you've heard this story before, but there were just some really awesome women-led projects that caught my eye. And I honestly didn't understand it and it in, was slightly intimidating. And so in one sense of it, I felt like maybe I should steer clear of this. And then the other side of me, maybe the more competitive side was like, I need to find out what is happening here because if it's new, I need to get involved. Um, and I'm happy I pushed towards that side of things and really just like started to play around on Twitter and, and DM people and start to get to know people and network a bit in the space. Um, and it really opened my eyes to all of the exciting parts of Web3 generally, not just NFTs, but the entire metaverse and crypto. I didn't really understand even how like cryptocurrencies worked. And it's been really a fun experience, but what got me like 
really like dug me in deep um, was this recruiting and talent passion I have that I've done in web two that I recognized wasn't really being talked about in web three. We were talking a lot in January and February about the art and, you know, making money with selling the art. It was very much like all of those exciting things that we should be focusing on because it's way more fun than talking about HR. But I realized that if we didn't talk about the HR related things that people weren't having contracts in place when starting uh, new opportunities that like the you know marginalized communities, underrepresented communities, we're gonna be the ones most vulnerable and taken advantage of. And that's actually what I was seeing through just like user research, if you will, just having conversations with people. Um, and then ultimately I was like, hmm, we gotta start a community. And it talks about some of these things that people actually don't like talking about or want to talk about or don't feel comfortable talking about in like a safe environment. And that's, that's how the discord was born. I love that you came into the web three space and you took some time to look around and see what problems needed to be solved and then use your skills from the web two space to serve the Web3 space. Congratulations for what you have created. I'm so excited to see how this supports so many people on their journeys. Thank you. People are familiar with the gender pay gap, but you also focus on the gender network gap. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? So people have probably heard um, about the you know, discrepancies in pay between um, genders and men and women working in the same roles, but there are also studies shown um, that women uh, often have like a lower network than men and, and then they have lower access to opportunities. And so that's always fascinated me, especially because the women that I know in my life are super outgoing and chatty and always thinking to connect one another. So I dug into it a bit and I realized there were a couple of reasons why um, I felt women especially weren't making introductions enough amongst their networks. And I think Part of it is like a mindset psychology thing. And then part of it is really like a product thing. And the mindset piece is like the pressure we sometimes put on ourselves to say, well, I've developed this rapport with this person and it's this relationship is really important to me. Could I jeopardize it by making an introduction to someone and it doesn't work out? Um, and I think just like squashing that mentality is a huge part of X Collective to be like, if that doesn't lead to the world's best introduction, that's okay. So really just trying to like encourage people to say, um, you know, make the introduction, even if you don't know what will come of it. And then the other part is product. Like how do we develop a system or product that helps people connect dots more easily and to be able to say like, hmm, that person in my network and that person in my network, they should know each other based on like these dots I'm connecting. And so part of the collective is also to make it easier for people to do that. So at its simplest, you know, where we're at now is just even being able to tag interests and roles um, to signal to the community what types of jobs they're looking for so people can start thinking of others within the network. But we wanna really like expand on that to make it just really easy for people to say, you know, I wanna introduce these two people and open up networks and whole like mission is to say, you know, you can be a recruiter without needing to be a recruiter. Rather, like you can get someone a job without being a recruiter. And it feels really, really good when you get someone a job and like even just get someone an opportunity and an interview. And so I want people to get that a little bit more. 
and kind of feel how rewarding that is and know that like, you don't have to be a formal recruiter in order to have that experience. So that's the whole like, kind of how do we get that network gap um, that exists and get more women networking with one another, introducing each other more openly and freely without this like kind of layer of pressure that we put on ourselves sometimes. Absolutely incredible. I love everything you're saying and resonate and align so much. Again, so excited that you're here. I thank you for your time and your energy. Let's go into the topic of supporting the non-binary community as well. In your timeline, you say that you support women and non-binary people and finding paid jobs in the Web3 space. Why is this so important to you? For us, and just to clarify, I mentioned earlier, our community is open to anyone, any gender, any race, religion, any, anyone who wants to be involved as long as they uphold our values and support others in the community, of course. Um, but I felt it was really important from day one to focus on um, women and non-binary individuals who I noticed were much more underrepresented already in Web2 uh, jobs. But I mean, in crypto, like there's no denying that, that there's a lot less women and non-binary individuals. And so that I wanted to be my focus and specifically wanted to be very explicit in using the term non-binary and making sure they were that community also felt included. I think the stats are like 12% of millennials are identified as either trans or non-binary. And that also those you know millennials are a huge part of our workforce. And so I just wanted to make sure that by sheer numbers, we need to be including them. It's a big part of our community, but also like, I don't feel like they're intentionally included enough, uh, people who identify as non-binary. So just important for me in the beginning um, when I started this and make it Super clear, I'm not gonna lie, it's a bit of a tongue twister sometimes. It's women and non-binary people. It's a long, it takes a little bit longer to say, but I'd rather trip on my words and, and speak a little bit more to make sure that community feels included. And I feel that we've already uh, have that in our discord. And I mean, we're just a couple of thousand right now. Hopefully it will continue and impact a lot more people. A couple thousand and you just started. That's amazing. It's funny because it's like, you know how it is with growing communities. I mean, you obviously yourself too. It's like when you see it the day the day to day, it doesn't feel like that much. But I do need to step back sometimes and think about where we were in January versus where we are now. Um, but we're we're really trying to grow in a, the most organic way. It's not like an invite only community, but we just want people who want to be there. And it's not really we are doing an NFT, but it's not like an NFT flip. You're just trying to earn on it, which is fine if you're doing that. Like. I don't want to say anything bad about wanting to make money on your NFTs, but we're really more focused on like being like curating a membership community. Wonderful. I love it. What tips do you have for people who are looking to network for jobs in web three? It's funny because like my immediate thought on tips, I keep thinking of like what not to do. And so I'll start there, um, which is, do not underestimate or undervalue your existing skills. I find that so many people that I speak with, especially women and non-binary people looking for jobs in the community, when they're first starting their search, they'll say things like, yeah, I'm kind of starting from scratch. What I did before was irrelevant. I you know, have never worked in Web3, so I don't know what to put on my resume. And these comments come up time and time again. So my like first thing is don't underestimate what experiences, even life experiences, if it's not necessarily a work experience, can come into play here. I mean, we had a really interesting conversation 
last week where we interviewed a few really awesome moderators in this space. And one, like we asked about skill, transferable skills, and I'm just naturally thinking through skills like organizational skills and the ability to be flexible and learn something completely new. Um, and this moderator, he brought up um, empathy as a skill. And I was like, wow, you're right. That is so important. And you don't, need, you don't learn that at work. So, and usually it's actually hard to really learn. It's something that's pretty innate. So I think like the first tip I would have is like use all your skills and like bring them with you into the, the job search. And then networking is really clear and concise in your outreach. I'm sure everyone's heard this before, but you really want to make sure that the person on the other end is clear on why you're reaching out just because there is so much noise in the space. So context is key. So, you know, literally spelling it out to say, hi, I'm, I'm reaching out to you because X, Y, Z might sound a little formal, but it's okay. It'll help that person understand like what action to take, if any, like what, how they can actually help you immediately. Is there someone else they might want to connect you with because they're not the one who can help you with that and someone else in their network can. So I think like that's the biggest takeaway and tip I have for networking is like concise and clear and context. Thank you so much for those golden tips. Very helpful. You're not only helping give access to job opportunities, but you're also coaching people to be better prepared for the job finding process. Some of the ways that you help them. Totally. Well, half the battle is, is really around like this imposter syndrome and confidence. And um, I kind of alluded to this when I said people are telling me they don't have skills that are relevant or jobs that were relevant. So half the battle is, is the coaching around, like actually just take a step back and write down what you've done in your previous roles or life experiences that might be relevant to the job that you're applying for in Web3. Make a list of those strengths, those skills, those experiences that you can share on an interview. And then the second piece is, what are those of that list? What do you like to do? So I think that's another thing that happens a lot is people focus on what they've, what they're good at and what they've done, but like, maybe it's not what you want to do pretty much like a huge part of the coaching is like helping people through that thought process of, of what skills translate. And there's a lot of coaching around negotiation. I have negotiated for other people's compensation for my whole recruiting career for like now I've anytime anyone needs me to negotiate their comp, I'm like running through the door, ready to go when it's my own situation. Like it's, so hard to negotiate even for someone who negotiates on behalf of other people like it's really hard to negotiate and advocate for yourself when it comes to compensation not for everyone but for some and I think it's just really important to have a plan like prepare what you want to say how you want to say it maybe even practice it and so a lot of our community is about running those thoughts and ideas by the community first, actually having like one-on-one -on -one opportunities to role play. And the last piece is like having the data. I mean, a huge thing I noticed when I entered this space was I would start asking people like, you know, I'm just trying to understand the space. And I know you're a moderator for this, comp this project. Like, do you mind sharing how you're compensated? And I would just get like so many different answers. And I just realized like, how is anyone gonna know what to ask for? And I worried that a lot of people would be asking for less than their, their worth because of the like kind of murky waters that were, that existed at the time and still kind of do. So the other initiative we're focused on is actually collecting that data. So we have a 
Web3 pay transparency like survey out where you can fill out how you're being paid. So like how, meaning like, is it tokens? Is it NFTs? Is it mint proceeds? Is it US dollars? Whatever it may be. And then also like kind of the details around the structure and your role and the hours you work. And we're working right now with a really awesome team of women um, who are a part of Web3 Women in Science. And they are data scientists, data visualization specialists. And they're helping us basically take this data because this is not my background. So we're collecting the data and they're helping us really turn it into like something usable and tangible and, and helpful that someone in our community could then go take to a job opportunity to a lot of like the coaching work we're doing as well. This episode of Freedom with NFTs was funded through a grant from the NEAR Foundation. To learn more about how the NEAR Foundation is building the future of the creator economy, visit NEAR.org, N-E-A-R dot O-R-G. Oh, so incredible that you're doing the coaching work. Let's get into a little coaching right now. If someone's trying to figure out what their worth is, how do they do that? So in like the web two world, you know, I've got my list of websites, there's levels, FYI, there's like all these different places you can point people to. What I have been telling people who come to me, which is happening like daily in my, in my Twitter DMs asking me, do you think this is, is a normal or market value rate this is what I was offered the biggest thing I'm sharing with them right now is if they feel comfortable there's two things if they feel comfortable I would try to find someone who's currently in a similar role at a similar project and when I say similar project maybe it's similar size if it's a startup it's another series a startup if just find somebody in a comparable role and just reach out and share you know this is an offer I got I know we don't really know each other but if you feel comfortable, really appreciate knowing if this is in line with what you're, where you're at for compensation. And like, I've been coaching people on doing that. That is not easy for everyone, not comfortable for everyone, but I really think that's a good way to like actually find out what others are making in similar types of roles. We also, because of this problem and because it's not super comfortable for everyone to be doing that, um, we did make a, this sort of like functionality, which we're going to work on an actual product for this. But for now you go in our discord, submit one of those support tickets and you can ask an anonymous question. So you can say, I just got this job. This is the rate they offered me. And then we can post it to the community and it's kind of like crowdsource the feedback and confirmation on if it's too high, too low, um, or like right in line with the compensation. So it's, I feel like it's, that's like how we're doing it now, which kind of like feels like old school version. Like there's like, we got to just like network and ask around, but, um, but it's the way I think to do it at the moment. And the, the last piece is to like, try to compare the role to a web two job is the other thing. So like, if you're a moderator and you're working time as a moderator, you could equate that to, to maybe like a customer service support job at, you know, a smaller company, whatever it may be, and try to find data that, that matches that because the web two data is like way more available. So those are some of the things I'm telling people right now. And I, I'm also telling people I don't have all the answers. So I'm just trying to help people get the answers. Hopefully we collect enough data and we have like a huge report and everyone just is coming to X Collective for all that data in the future. For someone who's brand new to NFTs and the web three space and they're looking at it from the viewpoint of, oh my gosh, this is overwhelming. How do I get involved? How do I figure things out? Is there a place for me? 
in the job market here, what advice do you give them? There definitely is because there definitely is a place for the job in the job market in Web3 for you because the coolest part to me about the space is that you can make up your own job. If you have something that you can offer someone in terms of like something you're really good at and you you identify that in either a project or a company, like and you reach out and there's not an open role, like they might create one and work with you to do so. So there's definitely room for like anyone who has any skill set to come in and some, you know, you might get a little creative. It might not be the most obvious job posting for you to just click on and apply. Um, but yeah, there are so many different ways to get involved. And I think the best way to decide what you would want to do is to either get involved in like a project or a DAO in like a very small capacity, right? So I'm not saying like leave your Web2 job and, and just get on the Web3 job market. I think it's good to do a little homework and research first. And that's where I say like contribute either to a DAO or a project in some shape or form to understand what you know, there's marketing, there's social media, there's community management. Of course, there's the technical jobs, um, content. That's like a huge one. More and more people are asking me, do you know really great content folks? And I'm like, this is gonna be the, this is gonna be the biggest thing. It's just I think networking and asking people like how they're how they're liking their role, what they do on a day to day, and honestly listen to our spaces because every Wednesday we bring on someone who works in Web three to talk about what their role is in Web three and what it's like doing the job, what the day-to-day -day is like, what they can, what you can expect. Every moderator job could be different depending on the actual project, but at least those kind of conversations and Twitter spaces, not just the X collectives, but really most Twitter spaces out there, you can learn what people are doing and ask those types of questions to get a feel of like, is that something I could see myself doing? Thank you so much for all of those golden nuggets. I want to switch gears and go back to X Collective. The artwork is amazing. Tell me, who's your artist? Yes, my artist, her name is Maleha Arif. She's based in Dubai. She goes by Mel. Um, and she's an educator and a mother and just like an overall wonderful human. I like always joke with her. I'm like, if, if none of this pans out, like I'm just happy I met you. She's just like, really, I want to get on a plane and go to Dubai, but she said it's really hot there. So I guess maybe I'll wait a few months. Um, but she more of like a traditional painter. Um, and over the past, I think year, she started to explore more like uh, procreate and different like digital art. And it kind of like led her in the direction of NFTs. She's because she's an educator, she's both a teacher and a really good listener and learner. So I feel like she I'm not surprised that she was interested in the Web3 space, despite not having like a technical background and have been working in schools and not necessarily online, but her son really encouraged her. She has a young son and he encouraged her to like start putting her art out there a bit more. It's been amazing just to watch her bloom. And this collection will be like her first huge collection we're minting in the next month or two. I'm going to make an announcement soon on the date, but um, I'm just excited to bring her art to the world through this collection so she's really talented I wish I could like quickly show you some art but I um I could send it to you after and it's on our new website so she's she's amazing I would say one small thing I'd add is she put a lot of symbolism into the work a lot of bright colors very vibrant joyful like in, engaging when you look at it you're just like I don't want to look away um, and the symbols are great. She, for me, I asked her, she would incorporate like a small red bird 
because whenever I see red birds, I think about my grandma who passed. And I know I'm probably not the only one out there who thinks of people who have passed when they see birds. And so I had her put like a small bird on my shoulder on the PSP. She put like, she's put like these beautiful rainbow fish in at the background of a couple of, of the collection uh, in the collection because of a couple of things, one being like the book rainbow fish that she loved as a child. And then also there's a community, our community manager, Bonnie, we were on the phone with her and her little one was saying, can I get a pet fish? Can I get a pet fish? So like these little, like small things she incorporated into the art that are special to the team, but then also like anybody can, can resonate and draw something from. So excited uh, to bring it to the world. It's going to be a collection of 5,000 NFTs. Amazing. Now that we're talking about the team at X Collective, who else are you working with? Yes. So we have a community manager named Bonnie, an advisor, Ashley, who is actually a lawyer. She's a privacy lawyer. She's super smart and and been really helping with like kind of all things strategy. Got Emily, who's our partnerships manager. She's in Dubai too. She's been hosting like a lot of our spaces. So in addition to like collaborating with other communities, she's like the voice I feel like behind the account often lately, which is so weird for me because I, for like six months, it was me. And I'm like, wow, you, you have a British accent. That sounds so much better. <laughs> and Lily is our project manager. She's in Australia. She's amazing. We've got a smart contract developer. I actually did another big collection a few months back and I saw how great it turned out and I, I reached out to her and we just had someone do our website. All women actually full women-led team and it's it's been great we we spend like we are constantly trying to find the same time which is like half the battle um given we're covering new york australia dubai so but it's fun it's worth it and i think the diversity of backgrounds and ideas makes for like a better experience for the community thank you for sharing with us the team members behind x collective what are the long-term plans for x collective what I'm really excited about and we're talking about a lot every day is like kind of what I alluded to before in, in minimizing the network gap. Like how do we make it easier for people to refer one another to opportunities and, and open doors for people? And because like, I love, I've loved, I've kind of been saying this term open virtual doors for people and it sounds really nice, but one of our values is like accountability and practice what you preach. And so how do we actually open doors for people, right? Like, what are we really going to do? And that's where we're starting to come up with ways to make it easier for people to submit other people within their networks for job opportunities. Because I really believe that a lot of the reason that diverse and inclusive hiring is, is limited is because you'll hire, you know, a company might hire one recruiter. And I've, been in the role of recruiter, so I've seen this before. And when they hire that recruiter, that recruiter has like their network. And they're really, the company is really relying on that. And was, I'm a recruiter, so I have a decently big network, but like relative to the rest of the world, like it's tiny. So I'm trying to think about how to decentralize recruiting and referrals and really create a space. And the kicker there is there's so much money in recruiting. And I'm like, why are we paying like all of this money to like one part of the community? Like, what if we redirected those funds that companies are willing to pay for great talent to the people who make introductions and then maybe back to the whole collective and like kind of create this cycle um, where people can not just make referrals out of the goodness of their heart, which is really important, but also feel like incentivized to do so. So that's like the long-term roadmap and we're, we're working through like 
what those incentives could look like. What's great about it is there is real money in recruiting. And so there's, this isn't just like, you know, a token without value. We can really create something awesome, but I'm also very conservative and live in New York and I want to do this right. So I don't want to have an issue in terms of like in New York law with tokens and crypto. And so I want to be really strategic about it. And so we're, we're building that kind of behind the scenes that I hope will really like power the community and actually get people access to job opportunities they might not have otherwise heard of. Um, a lot of the people in our network are amazing, but they're just may not be networkers. And we can't expect everyone to want to network with people. But what if like I'm a networker and I can get someone an introduction and they'll land the job. So I'm kind of like doing a little bit more of that. Love all of this. This has been such an incredible interview, Rachel. I really appreciate all of your golden nuggets that you've shared on this episode of Freedom with NFTs. Before we wrap this episode up, how can we stay in touch with you? How can we stay in touch with X Collective? My DMs are open on Twitter. I go by, hey, hey, it's RP. I, it's a very funny story, but I kind of made it that in like a silly way and then didn't touch my Twitter for a couple of years. And then when I discovered crypto Twitter and NFTs, now I'm using that again. So it's kind of my new, my new brand. It's kind of by accident. But that's my personal Twitter. X Collective's Twitter is actually just X Collective without the E. The other one was taken. So make sure just without the E, that's us. And then we have a website, join X Collective with the E dot XYZ. So you can check out our new website. Shout out to Kashu who um, built it for us. She's based in India and really talented. So if anyone's looking for a great website developer, let me know. And pop in our Discord. You can get to our Discord from all of those places, our Twitter, our website. We've got a Medium blog where we post articles on different tips for people. So some of the areas I touched upon today, you can find in our articles. And we actually just built out like a fun merch store where you can buy mugs and just a couple other ways to just stay involved with the community. But I think the best way right now is to hop in our Discord, just say hello. And you'll see that everyone's like willing to help and will probably respond within 20 seconds and say hi back. Thank you again, Rachel, for your time and your energy on Freedom with NFTs. Freedom with NFTs fam, you know the drill. If you resonated with this episode, please share it with your community members. My objective when creating this podcast was to interview folks in the NFT and Web3 space so that more people could get informed and get involved and understand how to use this technology in their lives and in their businesses. That's all for now. It's Lauren Turton. I'll see you on the next one. I'm your host, Lauren Turton, and it's been an honor to show up for you in this format and support you on your journey in creating your version of freedom with NFTs and Web3 technology. Please share this episode with your community so we can onboard and educate more people so that the masses can leverage and implement this technology. And don't forget, get informed and get involved.